thank you for joining us here at the First Love Ministries with the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois. Reverend Jonathan Warren has titled his sermon today, Late Front Property. Our liturgist today is Keith Bradbury. Our special music is performed by the Chancel Choir and is titled, Lord, When You Come to the Seashore. Our scripture reading comes to us from 1 Corinthians 1 through 10 and then verse 18. Our gospel reading comes to us from Matthew 4, 12 through 23. We pray your life is filled with joy. The scripture reading is from 1 Corinthians 1, 10 through 18. Let us listen to the word of God. Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all you be in agreement and that there is no division among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers and sisters. What I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, I belong to Stephas, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God I was baptized none of you except Crispus and Gyrus so that no one can say that you were baptized by my name. I did baptize the household of Stephanus, but beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. This is the word of the Lord.
to us from Matthew chapter 4, beginning with the 12th verse. Let us listen to the word of God. Now when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, on the road by the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and for those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to proclaim, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, He saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. After reading about the Sea of Galilee in Scripture my entire life, I remember vividly the first time I saw the Sea of Galilee in person. After a long day of traveling, we stayed at a hotel that was on the water's edge. Before going to bed, I walked the hotel grounds and I went out onto the dock. And it was quiet, peaceful, it was beautiful. And then suddenly, 
I heard a splash, and then another splash, and then another. I soon realized that the splashes were fish jumping up to the surface to catch bugs. Now, the Sea of Galilee was a large lake for the region, but it was small enough that I could see across to the buildings, see the lights in those buildings on, all the land that surrounds the Sea of Galilee, all those towns, I could see it from that dock. Then I decided to wake up extra early so I could see the sunrise. It was dark when I woke, and again I followed the path to the dock. And as the sun rose, the sun created a path of light on the water. Eventually, the sun's light started glimmering along the rippling water. I was out there all by myself. All those splashes I heard the night before were gone. It was quiet, majestic, moving. I was at the very waters where Jesus called fishermen to follow him. It wasn't long until I was reading scripture with a fresh perspective. I realized that I ignored important details. It says that the fishermen worked all night, but I hadn't realized it until I heard those fish catching bugs at night and why they would start at night. Another thing I hadn't realized until I was in Galilee is that Jesus moved to that area. Somehow I had thought he always just lived in Nazareth. But it wasn't until I was actually there at the Sea of Galilee in the city of Capernaum listening to the tour guide inside the modern church above his home until I realized that he lived there. It's right there in Scripture. In fact, we read it today. Matthew 4, 12 through 13 says... Jesus withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the sea. I'm sure a few of you knew these details, but I bet I'm not the only one who missed it. Today we read that Jesus moved to lakefront property. And One pastor shares, I have retained little of what I learned from being a Boy Scout. But one one thing I remember for some reason stuck with me throughout the decades it was spoken by our scoutmaster and ex-army ranger if you're ever lost in the wilderness find the water and follow it in the direction it flows eventually you'll find people because people always settle around water now, I could imagine an ex-army ranger scoutmaster saying this if you're lost find water follow it it'll save your life kids and turns out his scoutmaster was right. We are drawn to water. It gives us a sense of peace. It renews and re-energizes us. There's even a name for the sense of calm that we tend to have when we're near water. Blue mind. Wallace J. Nichols, Ph.D., has spent most of his career studying the blue mind phenomenon and has even written a book about it. And one of his favorite things to ask people is, what is your water? And he says, it turns out that nearly everyone has an answer. Everyone has a particular body of water to which they like to return and to find renewal. While water makes up about 70% of the human body and about 70% of our earth, it also comprises 31% of our bones. Nichols says, when we are by the water, it cuts us off from the rattle and hum of modern society. Moving water 
is expert at masking noise, especially the sound of the human voice, noting that the human voice is considered the number one source of workplace stress. So that's why some people have water, like uh, bubbling fountains in their (laughs) office. It offers an auditory break. Water even helps us fall asleep. There is some research that says people may sleep better when they are adjacent to nature, explains W. Christopher Winter, author of The Sleep Solution. No wonder sleep machines always feature the sounds of rain, the ocean, of a flowing river. One small study of the Northwestern University found that People who fell asleep listening to pink noise, sounds like rushing water, rain falling, or on pavement, not only slept more deeply, but the experience also boosted their memories. Now, beyond the calming nature, Nichols states, people are willing to pay more for it. A water view in real estate tax a 116% premium on a property. And real-world figures suggest we're willing to pay 10 to 20% more for the same room with a sea view in a hotel. There's something about water that calms and revitalizes the soul. We all know this. And as Jesus starts his ministry, he, with, he is withdrawn from Nazareth and he moves to lakefront property. He goes to where the people are. The choir's anthem today is a song from our hymnal, and it talks about Jesus calling his disciples on the lakeshore, on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. It's a favorite of Siobhan's. Her church in Arizona would sing the words in English and in Spanish. She's from Arizona. In fact, this was the hymn we sang when she was ordained as a pastor. It's no accident that we hear this song today, a day we ordain and install our new class of elders and deacons. In fact, our service is full of favorite hymns that, we all, that all have to do with ordination, with calling. Do you know why we love these songs? Because they have catchy tunes, because the words are moving. Yes. I think it, it's, there's something more. I think that our souls respond to these hymns about Jesus' call because we are called to serve Jesus. The thing is, it's not only the women and men who come forward today that are called to serve. Every person here is called by Jesus. Each of us in our own ways to do God's work in the world Yesterday at our officer's retreat, we talked about renewal. It's not just the pastor's job to do Christ's work, but it's all of us, and not just the elders and deacons. Our congregation will make promises to encourage and help our leaders, which means they might actually call you to help. And what is our response? It's not a response to an individual, but a response to a call From Christ. Here I am, Lord. I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. 
I like that question that Dr. Nichols asked. What is your water? It draws me instantly to that vacation spot on the lake in, in Wisconsin. It draws me to kayaking in Lake Jacksonville. It sends me to the Sea of Galilee as the sun is rising. Imagine you have a few spots. It even brings me here to this baptismal font where Jesus renews us. Just like those first disciples, we too are called to Christ's important ministry, not off on the, on the sidelines. The song that the choir sang is in our hymnal, I said, but it's hymn number 721. It's close to our last hymn. Listen again to the words they sang in their refrain. O Lord, with your eyes you have searched me, and while smiling have spoken my name. Now my boat's left on the shoreline behind me, and by your side I will seek other seas. Jesus is calling each of us, calling us at the water's edge, calling us to renewal, calling us to be on his side. And when we answer Jesus' call, we'll leave our boats on the shoreline behind us because Jesus will be on our side, helping us to seek other seas. On the water's edge, where we find renewal and rest deeper, feel calmer, for Christ is there. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you found this podcast inspirational and would like to support the First Love Ministry programs at First Presbyterian Church, please send any contributions to First Presbyterian Church at 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois. Our zip code is 62650. Our phone is... 217-245-4189 You can contact our secretary there between the hours of 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. Our email is office at firstpresjacks.org That's office at f-i-r-s-t-p-r-e-s J-A-X dot O-R-G Masks are now optional anywhere in the church. Our in-person church services start at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Access to our online church service starts at 9.55 a.m. You can listen to these live services on our Facebook page which is www.facebook.com slash first F-I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-Jacks. You can join our Facebook group called First Presbyterians with a Purpose. We have a choir that meets from 7 to 8 p.m. every Thursday night. And we welcome all who are willing to sing. We look forward to hearing from you. Either by email, mail, or phone. God bless, and may you have a peaceful and safe year.